Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. This is November 1st, 2018, and we are rolling on along. How, how you been, Mozzie? Holy crap, man. It's already November. You're I getting old. Year just started. Time flies when you get real old. You gotta cherish every moment of it. It's true, though, man. <laughs> it gets faster and faster. <sighs> well, that's not depressing. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm eating some watermelon intermittently, you know. Oh. So if I might meet myself to eat some watermelon, unless you like, it. I mean, I'll take a bite of watermelon and let me know if you hear it. But um, no, <laughs> how, how, how are you feeling about tonight's game? Uh, like, unremarkable. <laughs> <laughs> As in literally just like so bleh that it's yeah. not even worth remarking on. <laughs> did, did you hear my watermelon chewing by chance? I just got to know for like audio reasons. Uh, no, but All right, good. I'll good. <laughs> yeah, but watermelon's a uh, great food, full yeah. of water, as yeah. they say, and melon. I've heard. Oh yeah, <laughs> a few seeds, a few seeds, but, but you um, know, mostly those two things. What was yeah, it? No, I'm, I'm not uh, too excited for tonight. I'm not. I'm all alone with my watermelon. <laughs> my watermelon. But um. Yeah, because originally this would have been, you know, the up-and-coming Raiders of John Gruden versus Jimmy Garoppolo and the Niners. And now it's like dumpster fire versus dumpster fire. <laughs> What's their their cumulative record, right? It's like 2-14. I think that's, so. That's a thing. Did I, how many ones do the Niners have? They, I know the Raiders just have the one, right? Yeah, same with the Niners. Wow, they only have one win. For the I thought the Niners managed to squeeze out more than one, but yeah, me too. It's rough, but yeah. So the the uh, the Niners might be without Beathard tonight. It's like a legit fifty fifty on it. Um, I think Brita and Mostert are supposed to play, and I think Pierre Garcon's gonna play. But if they don't have um, frick, if they don't have Beathard, it's some guy. I think it's like Tim Mullins, maybe something Mullins. Oh no, Mullins, Nick Mullins. There we go. He played at Southern Miss. Oh no, but he has like no deep ball, as far as I remember. Well, he's the backup to C.J. Beathard, so these are things we must consider. Yeah, because if, if <laughs> Beathard doesn't play, then Marquise Goodwin kind of becomes like useless. Yeah, <laughs> I actually think that this would be a winnable game for him if Beathard was playing. Yeah, because um, the lines moved a lot. Um, on tonight, like the over/unders dropped, and San Francisco like has dropped a couple points as a favorite, and like the money line's gone from like one fifty-ish to one thirty. Now it's like one ten, like for the for the Raiders. So, huh, interesting. So yeah, they must be anticipating him not playing. Mm-hmm. The risk was there for sure, so. but if I mean taking a risk on Brady is not a, the worst thing in the world, I think, because if he's gonna play, he seems to always just play. The Raiders have a really bad run defense, so. Yeah, I mean, he'll still get the volume. It's just it's going to be more difficult with a third-string quarterback in if he, that's what happens. Yeah, it's it's going to be gross regardless. I, I don't want to play anyone from this game. Um, maybe on the other side, we'll, we'll get to that. But um, I, I'll watch it, obviously, some. Like, maybe not directly watch it, but I'll have it on as a Raiders fan. But, man... <laughs> 
I'll be watching it, I'm there sure. Was, there was okay, there was one promising year and then Derek Carr gets hurt and then it goes back to Raiders of the last decade of being shit. Uh, I'm sorry. Sad. <sighs> Remember in eighth grade, I showed up to like a like we were about to go on a field trip and I showed up in a Raiders sweatshirt and my like my my teacher was like dumbfounded. He's like, What the heck are you wearing? I'm like <laughs> it's the Raiders, man. He's like, Yeah, why are you wearing a Raiders sweatshirt? How 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 do you like <laughs> he was just so con- concerned and confused about how some kid in Cincinnati like Oakland Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Are you on drugs? Go, go to the principal's office. <laughs> oh my god. Uh gotta but, love the Raiders, man. Yeah, I do. I was I was I was repping them yesterday. Uh always and forever. I'll be wearing my Raiders socks to the gym later. I think a lot of people just like secretly like the Raiders. They don't like. They're not really aware of it. They just generally root for them because they think they're dope. Yeah. Um. They come to Cincy in December, and it's gonna be cold, and they're gonna be bad. But I'm gonna go watch them anyway. <laughs> really? At least the tickets will be cheaper if they're. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be cold in a bad game, so <laughs> it'll be cheap. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'll be wearing my Namdi Awesome Law jersey. Ooh. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Namdi. But, um, he was actually really good for them. Yeah, and then he went to Philly when they had that like awesome on-paper defense, and it all just went to yeah. shit. They used him in the wrong scheme, the completely yeah. wrong scheme. Yeah, it happens a lot in the NFL, surprisingly. Anyway, um, so there were a lot of trades this week. We're going to go through some studs and duds kind of quickly, not as many, and then um, cover a lot of injury stuff a little briefly, talk about some trade impacts, and of course we'll go through our usual uh, process of all of our game calls and all of our player picks. So let's start with some studs and duds from last week. Um, the studs, we're not going to tell you that Mahomes is good because you know that. <laughs> um, yeah. We're just going to talk about guys who you have some questions on probably. Um, so I guess the first one is Marlon Mack, who um, I know, Scott, you had a busy, like one of your starts of the week last week. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect it, I didn't expect him to repeat. Well, okay. I expect that he might have a good game, like we, we both did, like even more so. But like the matchup was juicy against the Raiders. But it's been two awesome weeks in a row for Marlon Mack, so like we get to take him seriously now. I didn't, I didn't think he was good, and Jerry's still out. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, the Colts line is actually good now. So. Yeah, I know, exactly. They made some really big improvements to their uh, offensive line, and it showed. I didn't expect him to have. Like basically a repeat of the week before. Yeah, he's. Wise. I, maybe I've just never seen him healthy. Like maybe he's just never been healthy, and like he is now, and he's actually good behind a decent line, and like luck's there. So, right. Yeah, I honestly like having luck over Jacoby Brissett's gonna make a big difference for any the team in general. So <laughs> you're, you're not gonna set the box against Andrew Luck. So you I can't actually be- don't even hate Jacoby Brissett. It's yeah. just a testament to how good luck is. Yeah, he is a very very fine backup. Yeah. Also, the Colts were just trash last year, like, in general. Oh, Hot garbage. Mm-hmm, Offensive but... line. Uh. See, the Colts are on by this week. Who do they play in week 10? They play the e- Jags. That'd be kind of tougher. Although, they did lose Dante Fowler, so maybe not as tough. Yeah, who knows with the Jags, they get man. The Titans, They're imploding. Just... Yeah, they have some up-and-down matchups the next few weeks, but, I mean... Yeah, two two Jags. Yeah, some up and down matchups, but I mean, it's kind of hard to sit them. Um, 
And then yeah, Bear- he's just getting so much volume. He had 25 carries last yeah. week. When you're getting the touches on a good team, or I mean a good offense, I'll say, like then you kind of have to be considered a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Derek Carr had a good week. Um, so honestly, so kind of surprisingly. <laughs> um, well, I mean, to a pleasant surprise. But yeah, when you when you ship out your best like receiver, you think it's gonna be a bad week, but they they somehow put it together. Um, Carr, yeah, Carr had three passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. So wow, um, I didn't know about the rush. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he ran one in, if I recall correctly. But Such uh, a sneak. Oh, it was a sneak, right? Yeah, he's sneaky. Snuck it after Martin couldn't sneaky get it deaky. in. Yeah, rushing twice for zero yards and a touchdown. So, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. So, he's got San Fran this week, and we actually kind of like him this week. Um, then he's got the Chargers, Arizona, Baltimore, Kansas City, Pittsburgh. So, actually, like, okay, San Fran's fine. Chargers, they've it's been fine depending on Bosa. Arizona and Baltimore tougher, but then Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Denver, like the last four weeks. That's actually not the worst thing in the world. So if they can like put some stuff together, he might be like okay to stream later. But you've got to have some big balls to do it. <laughs> I mean, if you need a quarterback this week, there's a lot of buys going on. I mean, we're, we'll talk about it later, but Derek Carr probably get you at least 16, right? Yeah, and like in a super flex league, he could be a good target. Like if you want to – I mean – Okay, maybe not right now. It's like, but people still won't want Derek Carr. So if someone thinks you're gonna buy high on him and you like, still sort of buy low-ish while like, you can. Not, I don't hate it, but I might be biased also. So. <laughs> I don't hate it. Sounds like me watching the Jets every week. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Anthony just came in and shouted and fell on the stairs. Did you hear that? <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> my face, yeah. my face. <laughs> you okay, like, man? Bob. My leg. <laughs> That's a gift for wearing that douchey hat. Fuck off! <laughs> 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 said the same thing. Do what? Katie said the same. She wouldn't let me wear it to the gym last night. <laughs> Oh man, that was funny. <laughs> oh man, comes in shouts and then falls on his face. That was good. Uh, some some kind of comedy just happens naturally, man. Yeah, <clears throat> man. <clears throat> yeah, I was kind of figuring we're talking about the Raiders and then shouting and falling on your face, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> and then um, other studs at receiver we had Larry Fitzgerald, um, old man coming back making hay um hey hey i i was in a shallow league where i dropped him actually because he had actually done nothing all year yeah he was not having a good year um they're on a bye then they get kansas city oakland they got like a really good matchup like the rest of the year so he could be like actually fine to use some going forward also i think the coordinator change will help it has to right it couldn't have been worse exactly I think their game plan was throw it to Larry more. Yeah, it was get the ball to Larry and David Johnson more, which like (laughs) David Johnson didn't get like a ton of work, but like he still like he I think he matched his season high in receiving yards, yeah, and got like 16 carries. So like they they it was a better attempt for sure. It was the first week, so 
Well, apparently what Byron Leftwich did was he just took all the players and he met with all the offensive staff and he asked them what plays they liked doing and which ones worked. And they just built something off of that. So they're like, we're going to get rid of everything else. Just let me know what's worth keeping. Yeah. Week nine against Kansas City, they could – I think that'll be a re- – not. I mean, close to a repeat. I think it'll be a good week for DJ especially. But I think Fitz is worth rostering again <laughs> for what it's worth. Yeah, and uh, even Rosen had, like, a decent game. Yeah, he had, he... Season. he had 20 points, which is, like, that's good. It's it's definitely his ceiling, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, like, I think he was, like, fringe quarterback one this week. So, I mean, Rosen's, like, like I've obviously been a proponent of Rosen, like, the whole time. I think he's good. So, I, I think they'll... They'll continue doing well because they have good matchups after the bye. So, I mean, I don't think I don't expect blowups from Fitz all the time now, but I think he'll be you know fine and usable again for once. Like WR two, yeah, like, yeah. Like he might be that steady Eddie you you hoped for in the draft. Right, he was always good for that. Oh, he got me twelve points because he had eight catches. Sweet. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I think he had eight catches last week. They just were good ones. Um, yeah. And tight end stud Jack Doyle came back. And uh, got six catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. That's good. Um, also, Mo Ali Cox ha- and uh, Eric Ebron also scored touchdowns. It was a little right. tight end week um, in Indy. So. Remember last week we were looking at it and saying, you know, I don't think the Raiders are actually good against the tight end. <laughs> they just haven't played anyone, well, yeah. <laughs> good tight ends yet. And what happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, they played? Yeah, I think the big thing to take away from that is that they – all still got volume like not just like i think a lot of people were afraid when doyle came back ebron was going to fall off the face of the earth but i think ebron and doyle are both startable weekly yeah especially in this league yeah so the tight ends combined for 10 catches 133 yards and three touchdowns last week (laughs) ouchie (laughs) the Raiders went from being like really good against tight end to like bad against tight end from that swing like that's just like you have to not focus too much on tight end matchups unless it's like an elite one where they consistently shut down good tight ends. So, and I mean, in this tight end landscape, yeah, Doyle is usable. I think that's the point. Yeah. And would you say Ebron is too? Yeah, both of them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't start Mo Alley Cox, but no, unless you're like real desperate and mm-hmm. you like his name. Yeah. Unless you're real desperate for some Cox in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, never gets old. I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them making the same jokes on ESPN though, or NFL Network, or whatever it was when the game was on. They're like Mo Alley Cox. I actually think it was Red Zone. I was like, Hey, we did that. It's just such a a, a, a swell name. <laughs> swell. Just yeah. Me. Oh man. So some other tight ends that were on the other end of the spectrum. Um, we've got Jimmy Graham and Trey Burton had some not so pleasant weeks um so i mean i guess we'll start with jimmy graham it was just how that game that game played out kind of weird if i remember correctly but Deep it was throws. it was it wasn't like just all Devonte adams and some air jones yeah yeah because the the runners the running backs got all the touchdowns and that one other marquez scalding right Is yeah marquez Valdez scantling Scantling, I know words. Yeah, the yards were the yards were all Devonte Adams, pretty much. Yeah, and then rushing touchdowns. So, 
Jamie Graham, he did get four targets still, which helps. Obviously, because like they're trying to get him the ball. So, that's a plus. Yeah. It's just that he had the worst stat line of anybody below five targets. <laughs> also, a question. I would, I mean, I would say Ty Montgomery being gone does help him. Maybe just a smidgen, but like. I don't know who that helps. Maybe I mean, obviously helps. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, but yeah, I think I think it helps Jimmy Graham. Probably helps Randall Cobb out. Yeah, that too. One of those two. I just I don't understand. I, I was saying this to you earlier. I don't understand why anybody was excited about Jimmy Graham going to Green Bay. <laughs> I've never like known Aaron Rodgers to use his tight end. Yeah, it's always been a matter of like he's never had good tight ends. So you're like, oh, is it the, is it him or the tight end? And it's some of it, but the only guy I can remember was Jermichael Finley, and yeah. he wasn't like a huge fantasy guy. He just was consistently there for him when he needed it. Yeah, it's just a real pal. Just a real pal. <laughs> and then um, I just didn't need Trey Burton much as well. Um, last week they ran the ball 34 times in Chicago. They like they ran it more than they threw it. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then like Tariq Cohen had a big play as well so there weren't like a ton of you know opportunities for him to for Burton to do a ton like how the, many targets did he get uh, let me check because the high the high scoring games always help tight ends um Burton got four targets as well he got three for 18 on four targets but um yeah they didn't he just wasn't really part of the game plan against the Jets yeah it's it was it was a slow game it just like it was they didn't mm-hmm. need him much who do they play this week? The Bills. Mm. <laughs> they may not need him this week either. Right, exactly. Against the Lions the following week, that'll be a good option. But, For sure. I mean, the tight ends is like, okay. It's sort of a dart throw in, a, in an annoying way. I do like Graham this week for what it's worth against the Patriots. Because didn't Burton burn the Patriots, right? He did. He burned them. The Patriots have actually been bad against the tight end this year, um, interestingly enough. They, I had I had something up right here that I was I was peeping at. So the Patriots, um, they allowed twenty two point four percent of their targets to the tight end. They allowed five tight end touchdowns so far this year. So wow. that's neat. I and can get behind that. They're twenty second in tight end uh, yards allowed. I can get behind that in the tight ends. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, so had Burton burnt them. Indy burnt them again as a unit. Um, even Jacksonville burnt them. Wow. So I think Jimmy. I think Jimmy Graham could have a good because they they schemed to, to shut down Travis Kelsey against him and then Tyreek Hill went wild. But like I don't see them scheming Trey Burton out. Or, or sorry, I don't I don't see sorry, I don't see that Patriots scheming Jimmy Graham away mm-hmm. intentionally. <laughs> so there could be a lot open for him. But going forward, I mean, they're kind of that. You know, you're you're not going to have a better option anywhere. <laughs> so you might as well play him. Yeah, I I can get behind Jimmy Graham this and, week. He's, he you should start him and like okay so i know they like they haven't i know burden has scored some touchdowns i don't know how many um because jimmy graham's only scored one touchdown right really year. pretty sure he scored one touchdown this year which is odd and then trey burton has scored how many he's gotten one two three four so i mean trey burton we obviously know is Oh, like a red zone threat. And Jimmy Graham has shown through his career that he is. So, like, you can get a touchdown at any moment from these guys. Right. I don't hate Burton this week. Mm-hmm. I think if they do get to the red zone, he's the only guy that, like, 
realistically they'll be able to use besides maybe like running it. Yeah, I would go Graham over Britain this week though. I would too. Yeah. Um Jordy was a dud. Um big old dud. Yeah, which is odd. It was Brandon LaFell and Seth Roberts and stuff. Um Right, what the fuck. I mean with Cooper gone, you kinda of thought that would be better, but So we thought. Yeah. May I, have one catch. I think, yeah. Like it's you just can't like do anything with any of these Raiders right now, like the pass catchers, because like it's so up in the air who it's going to. Like the only guy I like consistently will be Jalen Richard. Yeah. He got oh. eight targets, caught all of them for fifty yards receiving. Because Jared Cook is all is gonna be, you know, there. He gets mm-hmm. targets a lot of games. Jordan Nelson still got four targets, which is, you know, sort of promising. But Martavis Bryant was not targeted, which is weird. At all. Not one bit. They want they want Brandon LaFell on, you know. <laughs> I don't fucking get it. It's so dumb. Who won offense is Greg Olson, like the the O at the end, not me. Olson. Mm-hmm. Olson, but yeah, I'm not touching Jordy right now. Aaron Rodgers used to love to touch Jordy. Got <laughs> <laughs> that weird bromance. Yeah, he was upset when Jordy left. He I got traded. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Corey Clement had a rough week. Um, Smallwood was the guy this weekend. Josh Adams did more than Corey Clement, so. Woof. It's kind of a crapshoot each week at the Philly backfield. I know. And with Golden Tate there, it's going to get worse because it'll pass more like you were talking about. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that was that's definitely a... Oh, well, you know what? I'll wait for till we talk about the Golden Tate trade. But, yeah, you can't trust Clement. At least I won't be. They're in Philly running backs. Maybe, maybe if they're playing, like, just the right matchup where you know that he'll be used. Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> Someone Atlanta. really bad against, like Atlanta or Kansas City, maybe. That would be, like, the only options. Do what? The pass-catching running back. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're on a bye this week, but... If they play one of those teams that are really bad against pass-catching running backs, then obviously, yeah. But I don't know if they do. I'll check. Um, No. Yeah. Because they already played Atlanta. Yeah, they're not playing them again. Now that'd be silly. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe the one no one predicted. Do what? Never mind. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. I'm sure it was a great joke that I missed. <laughs> no, and if they're the NFC Championship, they'll meet again. Mm-hmm. And it'll be better this time for me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it won't be false. So they're three and four, right? I think so. I still like their chances to make a run. Even I think they're one of the teams with a bad record. That they're three and five, maybe. Hold on, let me look at the divisions. Fuck no, I don't want to look at a Dodge Challenger. Um, it's a car. Let's see. Yeah, Philly's four and four. Washington's five and two somehow. About to be five and three. Yeah, they're. It's it's funny looking at point differential. So like the Washington point differential is only plus twelve, but Philly's is plus twenty two. Yeah. Well, Chicago's plus 50. That's interesting. It is, right? That's a very important stat. <laughs> Guess what Buffalo's is. Oh, no. Negative 80. 
it's worse. It's the worst in the league. Negative 108? It's negative 113. Fucking Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The next worst, I believe the Raiders, at, or sorry, Arizona at minus 89 is the next worst. That is also terrible. That's how bad the Bills are. Fun fact. Um, what are the uh, Jets and Raiders? No. Raiders are minus 80, and then the Jets are just minus 8. Oh, that makes me happy. Yeah, the Rams, of course, are the best at plus 109. Crikey. And then the next best is um, Kansas City at plus 85. Okay. But just yeah. how, it's absurd how much better the Rams are than everyone. It's not just... And man. Uh, we have the new dynasty. For now. Dynasty in football terms is, you know, usually short, but... Um. Yeah. Anyway, so Bree- Breeze had a down week, but there are two defensive slash special team touchdowns, so that'll get you. That's pretty much all there's two. They didn't pass like they ran like I think you passed like twenty five times or something super low. Just like it's a super low number, and there were defensive like it was an odd game script. So don't panic. Yeah, they just didn't need him to win. Now let me see. He passed about twenty three pass attempts for Drew Brees. That's so low for anyone, even especially Drew Brees. He's like, he can double that easily. So especially this year. Yeah, they've been passing a lot again this year. A la typical Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. And then our last dud is Jameis Winston. <laughs> um, had to put this on here, of course. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, car- Carmo gets you, but um. <laughs> We're back to Fitz Magic. Yeah, Winston had a really bad game last week. Um, I was <laughs> pretty much very excited about him getting Metro Fitzpatrick. So, uh, thank you, Bengals, for that. <laughs> Fitzpatrick looked so good too when he came in. He looked so much better. Yeah, dude. Oh so the Bengals have um, gotten the Bills into the playoffs, and they got Jameis benched. So. What else? Was there something they did this year that like we were like, uh, dang it, Bengals? Oh yeah, probably had primetime Andy at one point. We did have primetime Andy. Yeah. You'd be circus. Yeah, primetime Andy, and then of course Steelers. Steelers Andy is always rough, but they they squeaked it out. But anyway, so on to some uh, injury stuff we've got. Um, some new injuries. Will Fuller tore his ACL. He's done for the year. It's sad. What else is new? Yeah. However, they do have a um, attempt at a replacement for him. Dun dun dun. An attempt at a replacement, we'll call it. Um, Rojo got hurt, of course. Um, he, I think it's like a high ankle sprain, I believe. So he's out for a few weeks, probably. Um, Alex Collins, he was a DNP today. I don't know why exactly. Like I haven't, I didn't see anything on him, so I'm kind of confused on that. But. Harbaugh just told him to sit in the corner. <laughs> yeah, so like I'll I'll search stuff on Collins, but he didn't practice Thursday, so watch that. Um, they just got Timo in. I don't think he'll play, but um, if he does, it's gonna be like special teams and yeah. My so first Buck Allen week, right? <laughs> oh, I hate the Ravens. Ballon week. <laughs> Oh, it's his foot. There we go. It's his foot is the issue. So he was limited Wednesday and didn't practice today. Um, but I guess I guess it'd be Buck Allen week if Al- Collins can't go. So that's interesting. Um, what about Javorius, where's he at now? Is he with the? That's well, B- Buck. Buck. Buck is Javorius. 
Oh, really? <laughs> Wait, why you didn't know this? I had no idea. <laughs> How did you not Dvorius know this? Allen is Buck Allen. Yeah, Devorius and Buck are the same person. Oh, man, I never knew that. So much I hate the Ravens. <laughs> I'm just that like a lot of sense. I'm just curious how that like never like hit for you. Well, in terms of fantasy, I've never even attempted to have a Ravens running back eh. from like any season, basically. It's so random. <laughs> I'm so leaving this in to people. No, please. <laughs> this is a defining moment of my life. <laughs> Javorius. Javorius is Buck? Einhorn is Fink. Yeah, no, that was good. Einhorn, right. <laughs> um, anyway, um, AJ Green, I think it was an ankle maybe for him. Um, anyway, they're on bye this week, and he shouldn't miss much time. I was a toe. I was close. Um, so they have a bye this week, so he should be back uh, week 10. Um, and then Tyreek Hill, strangest groin. Um I think it's questionable, but more towards probable this week. So keep track on that, obviously, because that affects Mahomes a lot negatively. But, I mean, Sammy Watkins would be the the one there. And who do they play again this week? The Browns? Yeah, so um, not much of a challenge there. Um, might just be Kareem week. <laughs> but, um, yeah, watch, watch Tariq. I think he'll play. Um, and then Stefan Diggs. I don't think he practiced today with like a rib issue, but I think he plans to play. He's well, he okay, he himself said he plans to play, so yeah, that's that. A rib is a tough one to play as as yeah. a wide receiver because you got to reach for that ball. Mm-hmm. It's it's all like pain tolerance on the ribs. Yeah, give him, give him some cortisone, he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And then some injuries from previous weeks. Uh, Melvin Gordon, I think he'll be back this week. That's the game plan because they were on bye last week, right? Uh yes, correct. Bye week. Like a surprise, sort of a surprise scratch last like the previous week in London. Mm-hmm. And then let's see. I'm just gonna make two separate windows so I can kind of read off easily of all these guys because there's a, there's a, there are a lot of like things to keep up with as far as like dudes like being sort of hurt. Mm-hmm. Um oh gosh, just dudes dudes getting hurt and stuff, dude. Bro. <laughs> That oh, ass. oh man, I f- Windows 10 trying to like maneuver all this shit, and Windows 10's a bitch and a half. Let me tell you what. Now, here we go. I got it out. Okay, so yeah, we got the Melvo. Um, Kiki Cutie, I think his was a hamstring. He is um, questionable for this week, but they did get Demarius Thomas, so they may not rush him back on that note. Um, Royce Freeman, I believe he practiced today, but um, he's still questionable. Now, I would say. Maybe closer to doubtful for week nine. Um, they play Houston, so that could be interesting um, as far as like his availability goes. Um, let's see. Leonard Fournette, they um, are on bye this weekend. The plan is for him, for him to be back after the bye. Um, I'm really curious how it's going to go now that Carlos Hyde's there. Like, I don't... <laughs> it's gonna be I know. Why rush him back at all? Yeah. Because, I mean... TJ Yeldon is basically their wide receiver one now. <laughs> sure. For being 100% honest, like he, he got like six or eight catches or something. How many did uh, DD have? Yeah, he, he was the other guy, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. Two. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but, um, and then uh, Dalvin Cook, similarly, he 
When's the Vikings? Is the Vikings by week 10? Probably, because Cook probably won't be back this week, and we're going to get Murray again against Detroit. And then, um, yeah, I think I think it's week 10 by, and then Cook will probably be back week 11 is the plan. Um, and then see Cooper Cup. Should be back this week. He was like, he could have played last week, they said, but I assume he'll be back this week. So, um, I mean, you can fire him up against the Packers. So, not the Packers, the Patriots, I mean. Wait, no, not the Patriots. Fuck, who do they play? <laughs> so, Saints. Saints, okay. The Packers play the Patriots. There we go. Yeah. It's the, the teams that, like, you know, are competent. I get them all mixed up. There aren't many, though. <laughs> those, are, those are, like, the two best games. This yeah. Week. Oh, for sure. That's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And then um, for quarterbacks, um, Tannehill and Allen. Um, Josh Allen's already been ruled out this week, and then I, Tannehill, I'm pretty sure they did rule him out as well. So um, they'll be back later. For now, we get Osweiler and, and Nathan Peterman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> some some lesser entities. I'm probably not to like shit on them, but um. Geo, <laughs> he's got a bye this week, so he'll probably be back um, after this bye. Um, Sophia Riddick is questionable for this week. Um, Darren Sproles, he's on a bye, but he may be back after the bye, so that would make the situation even worse um, for the Philly backfield. So, like, I'm just like, on, I'm on full avoid there right now. Um, Quincy Adunwa and Robbie Anderson for the Jets are both hurt. Um, I don't think either of them plays this week. Um, yeah, right now. I don't think either practiced today. He has a higher chance than Anunua. Because I know Robbie didn't practice today. I don't think Anunua did, but I'm not sure. Um, they both did not. Gotcha. Well, Anunua was at practice, but they said he did literally so little that it wasn't worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's gotcha. weird. So, yeah, um, I guess maybe Richard Matthews week. <laughs> that's int- oh, that's who we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't really a well, that wasn't a trade was it he just got signed yeah yeah um easy to forget and then Torrey Smith is questionable for this week um his presence or lack thereof will impact uh DJ Moore a lot who I'm a fan of and then I think Sony is gonna be back this week that's my that's my opinion there he's he's like a legitimately questionable though right so, I mean, obviously you can play James White either way, but they they play the Packers. I mean, I, if he plays, I'm I'm probably playing him <laughs> regardless, just because even if he doesn't, if he even only gets like twelve carries, if he gets like two goal line stuff, you know, it's worth it. And then Chris Thompson and Jameson Crowder both did not practice today, so they may be out again. I think. I think I saw that um, Chris Thompson's definitely more likely to play, but neither is like that likely at all. Like it'll probably be neither. And then Crowder's having a shit season. Do what? Crowder. Yeah, I don't know how that team is five and two. Their defense. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. They're like don't look good at all. Right. I think their record's gonna get a little more even over the next couple. They'll find a way to get back to 8-8, eight eight, don't worry. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and then, lastly, the guys we mentioned last week, Elijah McGuire. Um, I think he's going to be back this week. I'm pretty sure they're going to activate him. I don't know like when or how that has to be done, but 
I expect he's back, and I know that impacts one of your calls later. But sure, I hope he's back. Yeah, definitely. That would be nice to have him back. We've and got him in uh, one of our dynasty leagues together. Yeah, we do. He's been practicing for three weeks, apparently. Yeah. So yeah, he's been like ready. He's literally just not been there because um, there's like that time. The rule, like you have to wait like the eight weeks or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. once you're put on injured reserve so yeah. hopefully he's all healthy and fine and ready to come back to a Jets backfield that doesn't have Bilal Powell anymore mm-hmm. yep because I, th- I think they activated McGuire or like he's on IR to return or whatever it's I think he's that might be already activated but um okay I'm not 100% sure I'll have to look that up as we go um and then Dante Foreman I don't think he's been activated yet um he's come back from an Achilles tear um so that's obviously you know tougher but he's going to be back at some point this year is the game plan. So, Dude. yeah. A lot of injuries. Yeah, a lot of stuff to just kind of get through real quick and note down. Um, but now for the fun part of the trades. <laughs> um, I I'll guess we'll start with... Many. Yeah, we'll start with Golden Tate, I guess. To the Eagles. Yeah, I know you had a lot of opinions on this that you texted to me. What were your... <laughs> Yeah, because I follow both of those teams pretty like well. I always have kind of liked the Lions. My dad's an Eagles fan, so I have a good stake in both of those teams. So I saw he got traded. That was a pretty big move because I've been watching him this season, and he's amazing out there. Like, he's so slippery as a wide receiver. He's just hard to bring down. Um, looks like the lions really are just going all in on Kenny Galladay. And it was a situational thing. Like they're probably not going to be able to re-sign him. Uh, Tate that was for like after this year. So it was better just to trade him now. And uh, I don't know. Looks like to me, it looks like Nelson Aguilar just lost his job, right? Yeah. That's a death knell for Aguilar. Yeah. Um, I'd say like about a lateral move for Tate. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think his value is going to change a whole lot. In fact, it like I think his I think his floor is a little lower now. Yeah, but like he can he he, he, the high ceiling. Yeah, he'll still have some of those blow up games. He he'll he'll get to torch the Cowboys again. He like always torches (laughs) them. Um, so obviously you know boost to Galladay and Jones. It's like the obvious um ones. Um, I, I think it hurts Stafford a little bit. Obviously, not having a weapon. And then, yeah, it, I, would you say it's a boost to carry on just because, like, that's like it's like a indirect, you know, we're more confident in the run game thing? Um, yes, I do, especially with the way he's been playing. Mm-hmm. He's good. Yeah, they want to keep getting the ball to him. And then for the for the Eagles, um, I think it's about the same for Alshon. Might be a little bump to Zach Ertz because, like. He and Tate kind of like do their best work in the same areas of the field. I do see that a little bit, but at the same time, Ertz is just, he's just such a big part of the offense. He just always gets the ball, man. Yeah, maybe it hurts. Maybe it like kills Goddard's value that he had then. I think it, I think honestly, it's Tate that just will like lose out. Like if it's, if I have to pick between Ertz and Tate, I think Ertz will get those receptions yeah so yeah what i'm I'm thinking is then maybe like whatever goddard did have is gone probably not completely but like he'll be like literally like he may catch a pass or two a game and it'll be touchdown kind of thing yeah boomer bust 
to mm-hmm. the max. And low, I'd low say play. it probably hurts like the, the running backs definitely. Like, like, yeah. like that hurts Corey Clement even more, I'd say. Yeah, I, that's one thing I was talking to you about is I think to me that means the Eagles are – they want to have like a very high-powered passing offense because now they've got Jeffrey and they have Tate and Ertz and they're just going to be airing it out to those three all day and not to mention um, that other dude that they've got is a rookie. Um, is he a rookie? Uh, in what position? Receiver? Uh, or... Yeah, uh, not um, him. Jordan Matthews, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not, a not a rookie. I was thinking of uh, Mac Hollins. Yeah, that, yeah, I think he might be second year. But, mm-hmm. yeah, they've got a lot of weapons there now. So that's good. I think they're going to air it out each week, which to me means that a big bump goes to Wentz. I think Wentz. Is oh, yeah. That's going to be huge for him. Every um, week. Yeah. And then um, the other receiver trade, the main one, was uh, Demarius Thomas. Um, I mean, okay, obviously, like, Sanders is going to be the same, but holy moly, Cortland Sutton gets a huge boost. Yeah, he does. That's absurd. So, like, he's instantly, like, playable now, I'd say. And Emmanuel Sanders will probably stay about the same. He might get a little better. Yeah, I think it'll be even, personally, because, like, yeah. his, role, his role's not changing. Um but yeah, Cortland Sutton should be owned in most leagues now. I think it hurts Case and I guess helps Philip Lindsay. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. And then um, Okay, obviously helps Deshaun Watson. Um definitely hurts Kiki Cutie when he's back just because you know there's another viable option there. Mm-hmm. Um I mean it's Hopkins is Hopkins duh. But it's definitely nice for, for Watson to have another option. Yeah, I mean, I think Demarius is going to do better. Yeah, I think he's a good fit for Deshaun Watson. For sure. I like it. I'm, I'm a fan of it. Um, Big fan. Uh, Alvin Kamara did not practice Thursday because he's sick. So, I mean, it helps, help Isaac will be fine to play. And then mm-hmm. Peyton Barber practiced in full today. And then Mike Evans got a limited practice today. I just got these notifications, so I'm reading them as they come up. <laughs> oh, cool. Yep, yep. Um, Dalvin Cook did practice on Thursday, but that doesn't really mean much. Do they expect him back this week? Uh, no, I don't think they do. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was like week 11 they were targeting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they'll expect him back this week. But anyway, so back to the trades. Yeah, the, the Demarius Thomas one I don't feel like is as intricate as the Tate one just because it's like a lot more obvious what's happening with that one. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Fuller got hurt. Okay, replacement. Like, it's not like much changed there, really. Just big right. boost. The main thing is the huge Sutton boost. And then... Um, we'll we'll save the defensive guys for last. Timo got traded to Baltimore. Um, I don't know if he'll play this week, but obviously that's annoying for any Alex Collins owner, and he definitely hurts Buck Allen. Sorry, Javorius Allen. Well, that was that. Make sure I make sure I say both Javorius Buck Allen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think Timo's gonna get used a ton this week. He'll get integrated slowly. Uh, they gave him to a seventh round pick. Yeah, so nothing. <laughs> that's nothing. Yeah, uh, that's kind of hard to hear, but oh well. Yeah, that's the Packers just had to rid themselves of him. <laughs> Apparently, there was like a dispute, like where like they took him out and he got mad, and then he like they told him to take a knee and he didn't, and then he ended up fumbling. Wow. So 
he, it was kind of like he had to. He was probably going to get cut, so they probably got something out of him just because they could. Um, yeah. And then Richard Matthews uh, is now a Jet. Um, I we mentioned that last week, but um, he didn't. He didn't end up playing last week. Um, I was like, we forgot that. I'm like, oh yeah, we forgot because we talked about it already. But I think he's going to play this week, and with Anunua and Robbie Anderson out, like if he's playing, I actually think he could be definitely worth a grab. Who does he match up with? With the uh, against the Dolphins, he doesn't get Navian, does he? I don't know. I mean, that's not who plays. I mean, who do they have? Like, I mean, it's him and Curse. Like, Xavier yeah. maybe on Matthews, I guess. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, I won't. I wouldn't play him this week, but I'd pick him up though, because like <laughs> he's shown he can be productive, especially in like a PPR type of role. So, he he's worth you know grabbing it at the very least. There's one Jets receiver that got added last week or maybe two weeks ago. Dude, if I knew, I would totally tell you who it is, but I don't know. <laughs> it's Deontay Burnett or Burnett. And he played with Darnold at USC. They promoted him from the practice squad, and he had four of six targets last week for 61 yards. Hmm, what's his so, name again? Deontay Burnett. Okay, well, now we've got... I mean, is, is he your sleeper now? <laughs> it's just, hey, it's like... If I was going to pick somebody to start, you know, picking up the slack of these other receivers who are not out there, it might be this guy. Well, I mean, the chemistry's there, right? That's like the... <laughs> right, exactly. The thing. Yeah, it's interesting. Just wanted to throw his name out there. Hmm. I dig it, I dig it. Um... Obviously, Brashard being there hurts Jermaine Curse because, yeah, but they're ba very similar receivers. Aren't yeah, they? but what I mean, once Robbie and Anna Noodle come back, it's going to be like crowded with a bunch of like similar level guys. <laughs> yeah, they're all like average receivers. They yeah. just have so many of them. Yeah, Robbie's the one who's like a lot different because like the rest of their guys are like middle of the field type of threats, and Brashard has some deep threat out to him at least, but. I mean, Robbie's obviously the standout on that group. but And then, let's see, defensive-wise, we got HaHa -Ha Clinton Dix <laughs> is now um, with Washington. That's a huge boost. That's, like, really good for the secondary. That was a shock to me. Yeah, you know, their defense is going to be, like, intense now. It was already good. Yeah, because they play Atlanta this week, which, I mean, Atlanta's going to score points, I assume. But usually, usually because they have to. Um, but I mean, Washington's now definitely in streaming consideration most weeks, like just because of the amount of talent they have. For sure. Yeah, their matchups are it's up and down. The matchups they have, but yeah, I mean they're definitely considered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I'm looking through their games. Yeah, they get Eli in week 14. Well, I guess the Giants, but may not be Eli anymore. But. <laughs> They get, see, the Giants, the Jaguars, and the Titans week 14, 15, 16. So <laughs> the, the fantasy playoffs for the Redskins defense is is absurd. So <laughs> if you, like, I don't recommend it, but maybe, like, oh, not now, but maybe, like, a week or two before, like, stashing the defense if you can. Because mm. I, I think they play the Eagles right before that. So, like, if you can stash them, like, when they play the Eagles and then unroll them through the fantasy playoffs... That could be like super helpful. Sneaky plays. Mm -hmm. Next level strats. 
playing 40 chess. Anyway, um, uh, so we have Dante Fowler to the Rams. That's big. The big. Mm-hmm. He's big. Um, he, he is big. <laughs> yeah. Um, how, exactly how big is he? Absolutely. Would you like to take a guess while I look it up? Dante Fowler? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, how, how big do you think this, this dude is? You want height or weight? Uh, I guess both. Okay. Uh, I feel like he's like 6'3", right? Uh, you are right. Okay. He's like 6'3". And is he like 280 pounds? Carlos, he's, he's a little lower. He's 267. He's pretty, he's pretty fit. Okay. I yeah. Like, if you got that right, I'd be like, you cheater. But yeah, no, he's he's yeah. in pretty good shape, though. I so. remember the 6'3 one from like a rolling visual thing on ESPN from a long time ago. Like, I'm pretty sure he's six foot three. Yeah. Linebackers are just like absurd athletes, dude. It's nuts. Oh, I wanted him to go to the Jets. I wanted the Jets to trade the Jags, Teddy Bridgewater for Dante Fowler in the off season. That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a great trade for, for both, both sides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually you don't get those like beneficial two way trades, but yeah, it's usually a clear win or loser thing, but yeah. But um, yeah, Dante Fowler definitely helps the the Rams because he's super good. Yeah, and they're they were struggling like so they have Indomiking Sue and uh, Aaron Donald who are great at rushing up the middle, but they needed an edge dude. Yeah. Now they have an edge dude. So let's see. They play the Seahawks in Week Ten. Oh man, dude, they are just gonna annihilate the Seahawks like their line. Oh man, dude, they're gonna give the Saints trouble this week. Yeah. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say defense against the Saints, but like next week against the Seahawks, yeah, I'm definitely rolling out the Rams for that one. Yeah. Um, is, it, is it at home? Too? Yeah, it's 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 home. I mean, their home games are super packed with home fans, but this is not as bad as the Chargers. They play 16 away <laughs> games every year. <laughs> every year. But um, anyway, so hopefully last week we, we're going through like our doc here. Hopefully last week you picked up Sutton. Um. Traquan didn't have a huge week last week, but I mean they got the Rams this week, so they're going to keep up. I I do think there's a good Traquan week this week. I'll be playing him somewhere at least. So Traquan. Yep, yep. Buy into it. Yeah. Um. Now it's on to some of our uh you know calls on our you know kickers and stuff, which is where we'll start. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see kickers. Who who are some some kickers you'd like to get some foot touchdowns this week? Like to get some foot touchdowns. Uh, give me the kickers in the Dallas and Tennessee game, because you know what they say about Monday night, it's unwatchable. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, Monday night football has been awful this year. I just want to say it that. has, dude. But had, like, I got the Dolphins in prime time more than once. I don't know. <laughs> even okay, even with Ryan Tannehill, why would the Dolphins be in prime time? Even with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, well, that, well, and that's like the and that's like the qualifier for a statement. Even with <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, like you know, it's just bonkers. Yeah, I had to watch the freaking Patriots and the Bills this past week. What a mismatch! Yeah, that's I, a game. It started kind of close. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, it's the well, all games. They continue to roster Nathan Peterman, and until that stops, they're gonna be bad. And I believe he will be 
their starter this week. Like maybe like it might be like a thing where like I know like some players like once like once you get rid of them like you just randomly start doing better. Like I think it's gonna be one of those things where like once they finally just cut Peterman, they'll like, you know, they'll improve some. Yeah, like the plague. <laughs> <laughs> or like cancer that you don't want to metastasize yeah. or like super aids <laughs> or super aids you gotta get the super aids out of the locker room before it spreads to everyone uh, um and then i'm a oh, fan yeah, the Bears of defense if you didn't know uh you should start yeah uh, and their kicker yeah <laughs> cody parkey so yeah i like the dallas kicker sorry uh monday night kickers i like both of them suck up and mar and then I'll, I also like Cody Parkey against the Bills because the Bills, as much as their super raids kills me every week, they do have a solid defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they stop the Bears from marching too much into the end zone, but yeah. not a, Parkey doesn't get used. They, the Bears, the, like starting the Bears, so the Bills defense has been like pretty okay at home too. So, yeah. and it's not like Mr. Trubisky's like, you know, pristine. So I mean, he's been pretty good for fantasy and everything, and like a decent solid quarterback, but like. He'll make some mistakes, so. Yeah, for sure. Against a good, uh, it's a good defense. Yeah, so. They have to be on the field so damn much. Yeah, like, that's the only problem. <laughs> they're bound to get exhausted at some point. Yeah, you you gotta hope that the picks are pick sixes, so that it doesn't count against the defense. <laughs> right. And that like not that it's like a pick in like five yard line, because that could happen. That obviously would just blow it all up. But oh. if you're super desperate or you're playing DFS and want a cheap defense, Buffalo is the way to go. Mm-hmm. There. Um. Anyways, back, back on kickers. Um, I guess we kind of do kickers and defense kind of like intertwined. Um, yeah. I like Graham Gano um, at home against uh, the the Bucks. Just gonna be they're gonna score a lot of points. So yeah. Um, yeah, they've been using him a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Sixty-three. Yeah, that was huge, man. That was absurd. And then uh, McAnus, they're in Denver. That's always like a boon for you know him, mm-hmm. and they get the Texans. So, um, and it's Case Keenum. So. There's going to be some drives left unfinished. Yeah, to say the least. And then um, we both, I know we both like Sebastian Janikowski this week as well as an option. Just because yeah, he's, he's a good kicker. At home kicker. And I think the Chargers have that defense that will stall them. Mm-hmm. Going to need some big booms out of Janikowski. Dude, I'm looking at, I got this right. I'm looking at these over-unders. So the Chicago Buffalo over under is thirty seven and a half, and the Rams New Orleans over under is fifty nine and a half. Oh my god! <laughs> I would bet the over on the Saints one. Maybe that's close. That's a lot of points. Fifty nine and a half. Not yeah. enough. Each team has to get thirty, my dude. That's how math works, right? <laughs> but um, <laughs> thirty, brother. It's a lot of them. Um. <laughs> When I turned 30, my body just started breaking down. And then when I turned 40, it all went to the dumpster. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. That was just like me talking like an old person. Oh, okay. There wasn't. It wasn't anything. It was just me, you know, trying to trying to just be funny. But apparently, no. Apparently, it wasn't funny. So it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, man. <laughs> um, my day. <laughs> See, um, speaking of some uh, old men, um, actually, I don't know where to go with that. We didn't have Vinatieri on here, so I couldn't do it. Aww. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's on a buy, darn. He's taking a little relaxation. Yeah. Um, but defenses, though, Carolina's defense 
at home against Fitzpatrick. Um, even if he has a good fantasy game, he can still throw picks. And pick sixes. We've seen it happen a lot. Oh, yes, we have. So, Would yeah. not surprise me in the slightest. Yep. And then either side of Miami and Jets, I think you can make a case for either defense there. Yeah. I Maybe definitely my favorite, yeah, but Osweiler's playing. Yeah. Uh, the, the defense against Osweiler, you have to consider every week. <laughs> you just do. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know if I had to pick. I guess I picked the Jets, but I, I mean, neither of these would be my first choice. But like I said, if you like, you need someone. Like the Jets can definitely like pop in a given week. Like they have that possibility. So, right, they have a decent pass rush with yeah. this Anderson guy they got. Yeah, my, my, I could like I, there will be a lot of turnovers in this game in general. So I get to like either one just having an okay floor. Mm-hmm. Cause like and like Miami always has a threat of like return touchdowns, um, to get with the with Jakeem Grant there too, so. And then we already mentioned Buffalo, and of course you want Chicago there too. Um, I think Houston's defense against Denver, even though it's in Denver, is worth a shot. Just you know, lots of lots of sacks and some picks. They just rattle Case Keaton into oblivion. <laughs> yeah, no, this should be a a big Houston. I mean, but. I don't know. Like they just get give up so much yardage throughout the game, even though they get the sacks. Yeah, well, I mean, like even like if you get like a few sacks and cube picks, it gives you like a good floor on defense. But like, sure. who's who's Case Keenan's backup now? That is Kevin Hogan, right? Yes. So swag is gone. Yeah, if there's a chance that Kevin Hogan has to play in any sense, then I would be okay with the defense against that <laughs> as well. That's very, that's very fair. And then um, either side of Dallas, Tennessee, I think you can get behind too. She has yeah. low scoring. And both defenses are capable. So They're both, I honestly think that both of these teams have very good defenses. And Dallas is a super underrated. Yeah. They're both, that's, they, they're both slow defensive teams. There's going to be like no fighting goodness out of this game except for like Zeke and possibly Dak. But like I would prefer not to have anything in this game. <laughs> Dude, I'm like nervous about starting Zeke. But I'm like, it was a bye week, so hopefully yeah. he's he's gonna get a bunch of carries regardless. So yeah. that's the thing. Like, unless they give Cooper like 20 targets, <laughs> this is a nice. Uh, this this is a Monday night game too, right? Mm. It's in it's in Jerry World. Jerry, I, I'm pretty sure Zeke's been pretty solid at home this year. Let me check that. I believe he's been pretty good all around. Yeah, like I, there is like a couple of guys who definitely have some like noticeable splits. The Tennessee's good against the run, though. Yeah, I mean their defense is good. Let me see. Um, yeah, Zeke's Zeke's better games to definitely come at home. Because at home he scored 17, 32, and 18, and then away he scored 16, 13, 12, and five. So, I mean, I know obviously like it might just be some variance, but like he has been better at home. And that might just be because the that might just be because the team's better at home and he just gets more going. But yeah, the Jerry World flows. Yeah, home road splits aren't like huge, but like as like like you, the team's usually favored at home, and you want a running back on a favorite team. So that like my it's probably just more on that. But I mean, you're gonna play Zeke every week, though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> don't ever think it. Let's see, and that, that's our that's our stuff. Oh gosh, I too many too many windows. Those are those are calls this week. Last week we had some okay calls. Um, 
see our kicker calls. We got Bullock and Boswell who got like eight, I think. So it's fine for a kicker. Kaimi and Parkey got six and five, which is okay. Yeah. And then Bailey didn't get much for you. Um, Washington, Washington and New England. I mean, New England against the the Bills was obvious. Who did Washington play? Washington. They played the Giants. Yeah. So those, those like they were the other really good defense. Those are the top two defenses. So, though I think the, I mean, the New England call was obviously the Washington was a solid call there. Um, Pittsburgh had a good day, and so did Arizona, San Francisco on both sides of that game. So those were good calls. Um, we definitely messed up on the Miami Houston. Neither was good there. Um, Houston yeah. and Indy at least stayed like in the zero or positive, but Miami got you negative. But I can't remember how we quantified like probably don't want Miami. They may get some sacks, but I mean they just got annihilated. So. Yeah, it's it's tough because Houston is getting sacks. It's just like their defense just isn't doing great. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And then um, our other calls last week, as far as our sleeper streamers starts, busts, and bold predictions, um, <laughs> starts were solid. White, Mac, and Miller all balled out. I mean, White was obvious, but Mac and Miller definitely balled out. Um, Mac and Miller. Yep. Rip. Rip. All right, and we even have white in front of it. White Mac Miller on here. <laughs> um, Robbie got hurt. He was one of my starts. Um, Sad. Yeah, Robbie and Rojo and Al Robinson all got hurt last week. And then um, Raheem Mostert, who I had as a, as a sleeper option, he. Um, Burita played, so that kind of all fed that. So that was a bummer. Right. That was um, purely conditional. Yeah. See, our quarterbacks, we were pretty solid in our quarterbacks. Dalton and Trubisky were good. Baker was all right, and Bortles was, Bortles was solid. So decent streaming choices. The tight ends, the tight ends are shitty to predict. But we called <laughs> Baltimore committee, but uh, uh, Uzaman Ben Watson did zero, so that was bad. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Sleepers, Anthony Miller, good week. Um, Rashad Penny did nothing, unfortunately, after the bye. I thought he might kind of continue yeah, his role. Too, but that they just rough. used the other two. Yeah, oh, that was rough. I don't know what they're doing. They switch it every week. Yeah, I don't know why you take a running back in the first round and don't use him. It's dumb. Gotta let it marinate. <laughs> <laughs> Overnight, not for six weeks. We got the shiny penny. <laughs> I don't want to. It's gonna be a rusty penny when he's when he's ready. Mm. Um, speaking of rusty pennies, Jordy Nelson had a rough week. <laughs> Jordy, aforementioned, was balls. Yeah, but um, and like I said, Rojo and Mostert were affected by injury stuff. Um, our sits, you said Crowell, that was good. Um, mm-hmm. I said Miami, that was that was actually not as good as I'd anticipated. Um, Kenny and Drake and Devontae Parker had good weeks, and Amadol was okay. Outside of that, it was bad, but um, I mean. Not, not, I was actually not the most accurate call as I anticipated. Um, yeah. And then my Allen Robinson call, so he got hurt. And then you want to talk about your Doug Martin one? <laughs> oh, I didn't even really see how I did on this. I, I predicted that Doug Martin would have pretty high involvement in the game and get a lot of volume, but not really have good fantasy stats. That, that was accurate. Mediocre. And that was pretty accurate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, had a, he was in the game plan a lot. He got like eight points. That's about what I expected. Um, then I said Jalen Richard would have a better game because he would have like a 30-60, right? Or 
30, yeah. 80 touchdown stat line. What he got like no rushing, but he got like eight catch for 50 yards. So okay. he was getting at the touchdown, but like otherwise, like that was pretty spot on. He did, out, he did outscore Doug Martin. Yeah. So, and he got fewer touches. So that was accurate. Nice. nice <laughs> um, but on to, on to this week's predictions. Um, we'll kind of go on the list with our starts here. Who, who, who's your start this week? So I love Aaron Jones this week. I actually somehow was able to pick him up in my homer league. Uh, somebody dropped him a few weeks ago because he was just kind of sucking all year. Um, I think they're starting to figure out that he's really good. Hopefully they use him this week against the Patriots. The Patriots defense is not as good this year. Nope. Like a fact. <laughs> not like a fact. That is a fact. Um, and anytime they've played any good running back, they've gotten gashed. Honestly. Yeah, like Kareem Hunt example. Right. Yeah, Kareem Hunt was a big example. So, yeah, I really like Aaron Jones to have a star-studded week this week. I like it. It would be my bold prediction, but I got someone else for that. How did McCoy do against the Patriots last week? I mean, I, even even the Sean McCoy had an okay game. Yeah, I think he was it, was, wasn't like on the it. ground, but he had six for eighty-two in the air. Oh wow! Zay Jones had an okay week, huh? Six for fifty-five. Whoa, what's happening? Here's the thing: he's actually like a good player, but he's on the Bills. That's gonna be, he's gonna be another guy who like leaves the Bills and then like pops. So, if you're in any sort of like dynasty or re like whatever, when Zay Jones leaves the Bills, go after him. So he's Robert Woods 2.0. Pretty much. Or actually, I'd say closer to Marquis Goodwin 2.0. But either way, like once when Zay Jones leaves the Bills, trust me. Trust me. <laughs> um, speaking of fast guys, I've got John Brown as my star of the week. Um, I've got had something up here about the Steelers being bad against the deep ball. And that's what I'm going to pull up here. Um, let me see if I can find it. So, um, oh gosh, oh gosh. I mean, okay. So obviously he's I me. Mean, he's good. He has he's something robust. He was a dud last week, which was a bummer. But oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay. So Baltimore attempts eight point three deep passes per game. Um, I think deep passes defined as like fifteen plus yards. I'm pretty sure. Um, that's the third most in the NFL. And then Pittsburgh faces nine deep deep attempts per game. That's also third most in the NFL. And they. Faced a deep attempt on 22.3% of all pass attempts, and that's tied for the highest ratio in the NFL. Um, John Brown's got an ADOT, which is average depth target of 18.4 yards, which is absurd. It's the second highest of all players with at least 20 targets this year. Um, and he has the second most air yards in the league, which literally just means like how many yards the ball has traveled to being thrown to you. So like it just counts like incompletions and completions as well. It's like all of it. But he has the second most arrows in the entire NFL. So that's like, you know, he's getting the ball thrown to him deep a lot, even if it's not always connecting. But um, all that puts together for John Brown's a deep threat. Pittsburgh gives up deep threat balls a lot. So, so start John Brown. Yeah, puts puts together a nice puzzle for you. I think <laughs> he, he had a down week last week, but with Austin week before. So I think, I think it'll bounce back up. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So there you have it, guys. Start John Brown and Aaron Jones. Yeah, he's he's the only Raven I like, though. Um, <laughs> I'll get to that. But um, I mean, I'm I think I'd actually like agree. Yeah, actually, I, I, guess, I guess I'll go ahead and move to the sit on that. My sit is Baltimore <laughs> except John Brown. Um, so like, I don't. 
I know if I say John Brown's gonna be a good week, I have to say Flacco may have an okay week, and he might, but he's not gonna be worth starting over a lot of the options we are gonna talk about, mm-hmm. and like just in general. Um, honestly, I think there's a chance he may get benched soon, but yeah. Um, oh no, Mozzie, <laughs> I don't see a I don't see a sit here for you. Here, oh yeah, here you sitting? I'll figure it out. Okay, as we go. we'll come back. <laughs> well, I'll come back to that one. Unsure who to sit. You never learned, a... never learned how to sit. Like you didn't never learn that trick. <laughs> sit, boy, sit. What? <laughs> the Blake's there. <laughs> Roll over. <laughs> Take a shot. Yeah, got that one. <laughs> Go to college and drink too much. Yeah, I got that one. <laughs> oh, I figured that trick out. <laughs> That's an easy one. <laughs> oh, anyway, um. <laughs> Some quarterback streams. We've got a few options. None of them are super exciting. Um, I'll start with who I guess is my favorite, actually, in Baker Mayfield. Um, they're playing the Chiefs, and they're going to have to keep up. It's it's going to be interesting with the whole new coaching staff there. Um, that you know That's always a, a hard thing to like gauge. But, I mean, they're going to have to keep up with the Chiefs, and the Chiefs defense is bad. So, and he's better than Case Keenum. So, <laughs> all that put together... I will take Baker as my top, you know, streamer option. Okay, interesting. I, I can get behind that. They're at home too, you know. Mm-hmm. Nice little matchup. Yep. Who's on? Let's who's see. Who's on your radar for this? I think I put Derek Carr down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get behind that. Uh, it's a Thursday night game, which isn't always the best, but I don't know. I don't really love the Niners' defense in any particular regard. Um, and I think, uh, Carr's going to have to exploit that. He did it last week without even targeting Jordy. Mm-hmm. He did it like using a bunch of people I've never heard of. So clearly they're changing <laughs> some things up on the offense, which I like to see. And if Carr can thrive in that, that's, that's nice to see. We've seen him do it before. So I like to think Carr keeps it going this week. Yeah. I, you know, I would love that. I would, <laughs> I would just be thrilled. I would be razzled. <laughs> um, um and, but anyway so also we, you have to consider fitz magic just because i mean when he was playing pretty much except for like when he got benched he was going off with those weapons so like you have to consider fitz every week as a streamer just because of how much they throw the ball um because they can't run and then <laughs> also like alex smith some some um some they may be able to keep the game lower with you know their good defense but the Falcons' defense is bad, and the Falcons tend to score. So Alex Smith may get a little more volume than usual this game. Um, I, who I guess I would – Chris Thompson's not playing. I don't know if, how much you're going to throw to AP. But, like, I mean, I guess Doxson and um, – who else is there? Fuck, who's the other guy? Doxson, Crowder, and who's the other guy? Paul Richardson, yeah. And Jordan Reed, of course. So, like, I mean, maybe one of those three has a good week if you're trying to, like – See who who he's throwing to. Damn. Well, I mean, Chris Thompson is. What's his uh, injury? I don't know. It's two, but he's probably not playing because he didn't. He didn't practice today, so he would be such a good start. Yeah, he would be. <laughs> I mean, I I don't. I guess I would. I mean, AP's playable, obviously, still, but. Yeah, for sure. He doesn't really catch, but. You mm-hmm. know never learned that trick either That's, he's, he's really good with sticks though uh 
I have to switch topics on that. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. What? <laughs> oh god. Oh, we're going to hell, aren't we? Yeah, probably. Um. Anyway, um. Dak Prescott, uh, yogurt boy himself, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yogurt boy. That's what that's what he is now. Um. So Tennessee's Tennessee's defense is good. Obviously, it's a thing, but mm-hmm. Dak's been like actually okay recently. Let me look at his exact um, stats. But Past think, two weeks, man. Yeah, I think he's had, he's had more than one good game in a row. So that's like the main part of it. Right. Let me see. But obviously, they have Amari Cooper now. Like that helps, of course, a ton. So yeah, the last two weeks he's had thirty-one and a half and twenty-one point two. He's he's been running a lot more. Like mm-hmm. that's been effective. He's gotten the touchdowns. He's got a ton of yards on the ground. Um, yeah, he's that rushing floor is right there for you. Mm-hmm. So, um, obviously, it's, it's not the best matchup in the world, but if he's running and then Cooper's there to help just a passing game in general, I don't think it's going to – I don't think it'll reverse. So, I think he's definitely streamable this, this week. Yeah, he's one of my uh, stream options for quarterback. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah, I know you mentioned him. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. I, I like him this week. Even though the matchup doesn't look good, he's one of those that I can get behind. Mm-hmm. And then tight end streamers. Okay, this is a shitty week for tight end streaming because, like, all the good matchups are, like, highly owned tight ends. Um, I will say, yeah, obviously. I, like, looked through it, too. Yeah, I have not bad. found ones I can get behind. It's really bad. Um, I will say, don't, <laughs> don't like, drop in Joku or, like, sit him this week out of spite because he has a good matchup again. So Yeah, start, keep him in for sure. Yeah, I guess the Chiefs. So, like, don't, don't hop off board. Um, but there are not any good streaming options, so I'm kind of digging deep for this. They may not hit, but um, either side of Baltimore or Pittsburgh. Um, Pittsburgh's bad against tight ends. I just don't know which Baltimore one it'll be. Um, you probably Mandrews or Hurst, but one of them should have a little bit of value, but it's mm-hmm. really hard to predict. And I think Vance could be okay, too. Um, they're kind of tough uh, yeah, on wide receivers, especially like on the outside, so Vance may be able to get some work. And then um, similar type of guy, I think Cooper might be a good option to like exploit the middle of Washington's defense because their secondary is pretty good and they're actually good up front. So watch it be Jesse James. Yeah, it's gonna be Jesse James and Logan Paulson. <laughs> and then like fucking like Nick Boyle. <laughs> but I think we just predicted all of them. I think we just got it. Yeah, we juked ourselves. <laughs> yeah, there it is. But who do you- uh, I also like a Detroit tight end. <laughs> don't I know which don't, <laughs> I just don't know which one, man. I think this is a matchup where one of the Detroit tight ends gets a tight end, gets a touchdown. If it's you want to figure the Seahawks, out, right? Yeah, it's Luke against Wilson the Wilson revenge game. <laughs> uh, uh, the Vikings. Oh, Vikings. Sorry. When did they play the Seahawks? Didn't they just play them? They did just it? played them. Okay. <laughs> Say Luke Wilson revenge game. <laughs> it, it could be Michael it. Roberts. It could be Levine Toilolo. Could be Luke Wilson. Yeah. Who, I don't know. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> If you want to take a guess, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, speaking of uh, taking a gamble, taking a shot, who's who's your sleeper? Oh, so this week I like Tyrell Williams <laughs> to be the Chargers. Pat uh, Williams. Yes. <laughs> to be the Chargers uh, receiver one, as in like their best receiver this week. Mm-hmm. Just the matchup. Uh, Seahawks kind of give it up deep. I just saw it last week with Marvin Jones twice. Mm-hmm. To me, that screams more Tyrell Williams than, say, Keenan Allen. <laughs> uh, but I I think they'll all do all right. Like, I think 
Keenan Allen probably gets you like 13 from his receptions and yardage. Tyrell probably like 17 to 24. Yeah. Then Mike Williams can do whatever because he's Mike Williams. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, this is someone we didn't mention. It kind of this kind of goes back in with Fitz. I wanted to add this. Tampa obviously attempts a ton of deep passes with Fitz, and Carolina, um, they're kind of near the bottom in like deep attempts against. That's basically just like a match matter of like, okay, is this deep? can you like get good looks deep against this team? And Carolina's kind of like lower on that as far as like being able to pass deep on them. So. Mm. Um, I think Fitz could get some deep bombs and like Djax is definitely a good option this week as far as like a deep sleeper as well. Um, just because we know he can, he's a threat at any time. Um, mm-hmm. Mike Evans, I think is questionable right now. Obviously he's playable, but like if Mike Evans doesn't play, then you, you fire up Djax and Godwin, of course. But yeah. I just wanted to add that in because I I, just, I I was scrolling through and saw that. I'm like, I should probably mention that. But um, I also think it, <laughs> I'm going to add another one on the fly. Could be a Callaway week. Um, same kind of thing. Browns actually pass deep a fair amount, and Chiefs allow it deep, as we know for sure. Um, Interesting. Could be Callaway and Landry, obviously, but I think both are viable this week. Because okay. I'm pretty sure Higgins is still out. But anyway, um, onto the sleeper I actually wrote down. Um, <laughs> I wrote down DJ Moore. Um, DJ? It's looking like Torrey Smith probably won't play again this week, and um, that opened up a lot of stuff for DJ Moore, and we know how bad the Tampa defense is. So this could be DJ Moore's coming out party. I would, I expect that more than not expect it. Cool. I guess to say, <laughs> I'm down for that. Yeah, he. I mean, he he's really good. That's a thing, obviously, that we know about DJ Moore. He got <laughs> <laughs> just like stating these are things about, we know. Um, he he got a lot of yards last week. He got five receptions for 90 yards against the Ravens on six targets. Led the team in targets. Tyler McCaffrey. Um. And then he also ran the ball twice for 29 yards. So they are actively getting him involved. When a wide receiver is running the ball, that's like intentful, like involvement. What's that, that intentful is not the word. What's what's the word I'm looking for? If it's the real word, In, intended. There we go. Intended. Okay. Intended. <laughs> intentful. I'm not sure. That could uh, be yeah. so many things. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, anyway. So yeah. But um, as I said, and my sits also that was. All of Baltimore except John Brown at this rate. So, yeah. Who are you going with your sit? You got to make the call now. Oh, um, I was looking at Kenny Galladay, unfortunately. Oh, I would not agree with that, but it's because I like. I just I don't think he's gonna have a bad game. I just don't. I think people are expecting that he is now gonna be Golden Tate plus his original usage and i don't think you should expect that yes yeah, who i mean okay i guess is rose gonna be on marvin jones i guess because jones is burt rhodes of the past but yeah he has there he's gonna be on him yeah but so like i don't know I, I don't know how that shifts things i guess like i don't do you think galladay is now yeah i don't like... know i don't know who that moves inside more Right, might be some like random. I think they moved some guy up. I don't remember his name, but I think they like promoted some guy from the practice squad, and I expect him to be the guy. Like TJ Jones, maybe. I, I don't think it was him. It was some guy I've literally never heard of. But <laughs> that's fun. So if 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 we want, we can come back to the end episode, and you can update your your sit from that. But for now, okay, you've got that very bold one. Um, but I guess for some more bold calls, I will get to mine. Um. I've got kind of a combo. One's more bold than the other. I've got 
Nick Chubb as a top five running back this week and Juju as a top five receiver this week. Um, the the matchup suits Juju better than AB in my opinion against the against the Ravens as far as you know like where they usually line up. And then um, Chubb gets the Chiefs this week. Um, they're bad against running backs. I know Duke's the pass catching back there, but they've used him <laughs> like shit none at all. So um, I don't know what the new coach that's going to do, but they're probably going to see that. Nick Chubb is really good and use him. So <laughs> those are my calls. Damn. All right. I like I like the Juju confidence because he didn't have a great week. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna bounce back this week. It's uh, it's it's coming. Cool. Well I'll take uh Josh Gordon blow up week for my <laughs> my bold prediction. I do expect this to be a really fun game, uh the Patriots and the Packers. Uh, I think Gronk is back, but I think it's Gordon that gets a lot of attention. He's definitely scoring and he's getting a lot of yardage, man. Mm. Should I make like a concrete number? Yes. If you yeah. want, you don't have to like give, give some sort of like top blank wide receiver or like yardage amount or something, but um, you got it. Trying to look up who the slot corner is for the Ravens. Um, Looks like it is um, Tavon Young. Yeah. Tavon Young's the slot corner for the Ravens. He's not too great. Um, he's allowed a 108.1 passer rating to him, um, which obviously is a good. Um, I mean, I mean, it's not like the worst, but he's allowed. So he's been targeted 20 times, allowed 13 receptions, gotten one pick, and allowed two touchdowns. Um, this, he gets beat on the slant. He just gets destroyed on the slant, and that's kind of like Juju's best. <laughs> so <laughs> I think Juju's gonna kind of eat him um, on on those shorter routes. Juju, like he's gonna get a lot a lot of yards after the catch this week. It's gonna be like that that type of thing with Juju. I can get behind that. I like that good Juju. Yeah. Did you see that he he went out for Halloween trick or treating like just dressed in his football uniform? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I, I was like, does he gonna get fined for that? I don't think so. <laughs> and then the thing about the uh, lottery tickets was my favorite when he was like, they saw him at the Powerball getting like a bunch of tickets. He's like, I'm just right. trying to get us money to pay Le'Veon. I'm just trying to get Le'Veon. <laughs> God, he's what a, a goon! He's a, I he's love a him. We don't deserve him. <laughs> Yeah, the Steelers don't deserve him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've got you've got your numbers on here. I see you've got your concrete numbers. Oh yeah, I've got Gordon with uh, between six and seven. Still vacillating on that. Six and seven receptions for 120 yards and a TD. Sun. <laughs> All right, I dig it. It'll be his best week so far. I mean, he could do it. That's like not a question at all. So. Show me what you got, Gordon. Show me what you've got. <laughs> disqualified. <laughs> I hope he's not disqualified. <laughs> That's that that if he's disqualified, it's the one where they just blow up the planet. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. But um anyway, on to the game picks. Uh last week we just where we were hot. Um we we both ended up switching our pick from Philly sorry, sorry to Philly from Jacksonville. Um, after the news came out about the players getting arrested or, or the fight, whatever the issue was at the bar, we were like, and eh, it's bad. So 
we, we switched after that. And then, yeah, I know you switched your call to Baltimore from Carolina, unfortunately. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, well, it happens to the best of us. So um, we had good records. Um, Monzi went 11-3. I managed to go 12-2. I wish I would have done some betting on that, huh? Right? <laughs> but um, Those are both some pretty good records right there. Yeah. And then, so you're upset. You obviously changed your pick, so no upset there. But yeah. uh, lots of upsets all hit. So that's that's a nice. Fitzmagic almost cost me my lock, man. Dude, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> Only Cincinnati. Cincinnati almost blew it. Thankfully, so Tampa's defense is, awful. is still awful. Yeah, they got Regardless. Fat Randy down there for a game winner. Yep. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, let's. I keep saying we're going to add up the totals on our picks. I'll actually do that for next one because that'll be like a good, like, sort of halfway, a little, little more, about halfway. Yeah. So anyway, um, we're at week nine. Yeah. So, um, anyway, on to this week's picks. Um, we have a lot of agreements. Um, that'll kind of happen more as the year goes on just because it gets a little easier to pick. But, um, so tonight we've both got Oakland beating San Fran. Um, I don't know if Beathard's going to play, but either it's either. Nick Mullins or a not 100% Beathard. So <laughs> they're going to beat hard on the Niners. Um, hey. And then we both have Chicago beating Buffalo. Um, that's not a London game, is it? No, it's in Buffalo. No, um, yeah, that's last, just from last week. Yeah, so it's in Buffalo. Um, it'll be, I don't think, I think they'll cover the spread. What's the spread? It's Seven? like 10. Oh, God, yeah. Um, Maybe. I don't know. Buffalo's bad. <laughs> Nathan Peterman's bad. Yeah, oh, it is Peterman. That's right. It's not Derek Anderson anymore. Anyway, um, and then we both have Kansas City beating Cleveland. Um, we both have the Jets beating Miami and Minnesota beating Detroit. Atlanta beating Washington. Carolina beating Tampa. And Pittsburgh beating Baltimore. Um, we also agree on the next three that Houston beats Denver, the Chargers beat Seattle, and – oh, nope, that's where we stop agreeing. Okay. And then um, I have the Rams winning. You have New Orleans winning, right? Mm-hmm. That's a close one. That is very close. But um, I think the Rams will keep keep being undefeated. Um, and then Green Bay, New England. Ooh, I've got New England, but it looks like you've got Green Bay, huh? Mm-hmm. You believe in Rodgers and the magic he provides? Oh, yeah. They're going to wreck him. I, I mean, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we've, got, we've both got Dallas beating Tennessee. So, yep. Although I do see we did not pick our locks and upsets yet. Or at least I have not done that. I will do this on the fly, as they say. I will, quote-unquote, wing it. Um, <laughs> well, I can talk about mine while I'm at yeah. it. So my lock of the week is New Orleans over the Rams. I'm calling it. New Orleans at home is just going to shit all over the Rams, and I'm really excited for it. So I think the Rams are going to keep up with them, obviously. This is going to be like a 37-34 game or something like that. But – uh I'm taking New Orleans. They're my lock. Mm-hmm. And then who's your upset? My upset is the other, quote, game of the week, <laughs> end quote, uh, Green Bay at New England, because I've got Green Bay winning, and I'm pretty confident about it. Nice, nice. I'm having trouble finding a lot, because a lot of things, like, we're pretty, like, there's a lot of, like, very small favorites, but um, my upset, I'm definitely going to call Pittsburgh over Baltimore as my upset. I think that Pittsburgh keeps her all in, and Baltimore keeps falling. For sure, for sure. And I, I, I might be biased. I definitely want Lamar Jackson to come play soon. But, um, well, Baltimore already won the other one, so now Pittsburgh has to yeah, win. Exactly. They're going to split. And then, actually, I'll make my lock. It's another, quote-unquote, upset, but it's just at one point. I think Houston will definitely beat Denver. 
Oh, for sure. That's like <laughs> I don't see how they don't. <laughs> I, I do. I, I really want Demarius to play and just wreck Denver. Uh, oh God! You it's a instant revenge, revenge game. game, like instantly too. Why would you do that, <laughs> Denver? What are maybe, you thinking? I mean, they, I mean the maybe trade. He's not gonna play this yeah. week, but the trade deadline they kind of had to yeah, do it when it's they. Funny need, though. <laughs> That's oh gonna my be God. interesting, man. There's some, there are gonna be some good games this week. Um, Detroit, Minnesota should be good. Pittsburgh, Baltimore is always fun, and in, in a you know hardcore way. Mm-hmm. Um, Chargers, Seattle, like the la- the la- like those three those last two, like Chargers, Seattle, Rams, New Orleans, Green Bay, New England. Those are gonna be really good. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm working Sunday. I need to see if I can find this, someone to cover <laughs> for me. Yeah, that'd be ideal. I want to watch football that day. It's gonna be some good football. It's gonna be some great football. I'll make some game bets. So let me see what it's at now. But on Bovada, so I missed it when it was early. The Raiders were like plus one fifty or something like that. Um, I got in when they were plus one thirty. But um, nice. Right now, oh, they're now they're they're even now. So it's like it's the the possibility of Beathard not playing. Is like, it's shifting very yeah. heavily towards Oakland, huh? Yep. But um, yeah, I got what it was. Then they're plus one thirty. I bet twenty bucks on them. So, and that's at even. So clearly, with the line moving, it's like a it's an okay option. But man, oh the 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 Chiefs Browns ones are rough. The Chiefs are minus four eighty. Browns are plus three forty. Oh man, Bears are minus five fifty. <laughs> Damn. And then the bill, the bills are plus three seventy five. Honestly, like, I would like, I would consider betting on the bills at plus three seventy five at home. That'd be hilarious. I could see the Bears like letting down randomly. Yeah, I mean, it could happen. But Nathan Peterman's also the quarterback. Yeah. Well, I think they signed Barkley. So, like, honestly, I'd prefer Barkley over Peterman. I would too. I would prefer Anyone. literally Pryor. Any- <laughs> He's on the team now. I know, right? Put Terrell Pryor in. Oh, Dude. shit. Okay, I'm going to find a prop bet on that game. And like like odds Terrell Pryor, there's a pass or something, and bet on that. <laughs> yeah, where do you find those prop bet kind of things? They show up like close to game time, so they're not up yet. But uh, yeah. Bovada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I like one of the odds Terrell Pryor passes for more yards than Peterman. <laughs> like the fact that I had to even think about that. It's hilarious. I wanna see. I need Terrell I need Terrell Pryor to cure my super aids. <laughs> Terrell Pryor, please. You're my only hope. Pull pull up pull up in your Lambo that OSU paid for and cure me for my super aids. <laughs> you remember that? Like however many years ago that was, he pulled up in like a nice car. Everyone's like, Did OSU buy him that? Oh my god. No, I don't remember that. Who did he start his? I know he was a Raider at some point. Who did he start his career with? Oh gosh. Take take a guess before we, um, look it up. The Do you Texans? remember? Oh gosh, who did he start with? I think it was the Seahawks. Let me look it up. He's been on a lot of teams already. He, no, Braxton Miller played for the Texans. That's who I'm thinking of. No, he did start with Oakland. He did. Okay. Okay. For some reason, I thought he was at the Seahawks for some reason. It was Oakland. Okay. That was an interesting time. He actually played quarterback for a bit. 
he's probably still better at it than Peterman. God damn it. Yeah, so he's third <laughs> I mean his career he's thrown nine touchdowns, twelve interceptions, fifty six percent completion. And then uh Mr. Peterman is um let's see, what's he at? He is at three touchdowns and nine interceptions at forty five point seven percent. So Terrell Pryor is a better quarterback than Nathan Peterman. Like <laughs> objectively at this point. <laughs> Dude, I I want dude, I so want to see that happen. Oh, it would make me happy. It's like when Edelman's like emergency quarterback for the for the Patriots, except like <laughs> it's not emergency, it's just like probably should. It's just for fun. Yeah, dude. He's going to throw a pass to himself. He'll be the best receiver out there too. Yeah. He's he's going to be their best quarterback and receiver. <laughs> He and Logan Thomas will be out there playing cash. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, just the idea of like Terrell Pryor throwing a trick play pass to Kelvin Benjamin is getting me going. Uh. <laughs> that was. I mean, they definitely put in a lot of creative effort last week, though, trying to get the ball moving. Did they? Yeah, like the first drive was actually really int- like entertaining. Like they got a lot of cool stuff going, and then obviously it fizzled because of the Bills. But yeah. Hey, you know. It's sad when we're like, I wish Josh Allen was playing because, like, it would at least uh, be way more fun. I wish he was. Uh, but anyway, um, week nine is here, man. It's November. It's zooming by. Football season goes way too quickly. I hate it. Every year. Yeah. <sighs> I've been dabbled in some NBA DFS to, like, get me something for, like, once football season ends. <laughs> it's going pretty okay. Hopefully we get Game of Thrones next year. Yes. How to like cover the bridge the gap. And then I need Stranger Things to happen again too. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. What's up with that? What's the deal with airline food? <laughs> and on that note, um, we are going to fly on out of here. Um, what's up with that? Hope everyone has a good weekend. Enjoys <laughs> this game of football tonight. Can we call it that? Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. I would tell you to start somebody so you have someone to root for, but don't do that. Yeah. Jared Cook and George Kittle <laughs> are like the only maybe options. Derek maybe Derek Carr. Or Derek Carr if you're super desperate for a streamer. But Kittle and Cook are startable in a sense. <laughs> Kittle and Cook. <laughs> Cooking with the Kittle. <laughs> anyway. But don't call the Kittle black. Because he's white. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hope I run a good weekend. Thank you, thank you.